Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, June 12, 2020. My name is Jesse Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. You thought you'd have to wait a month for me to come up with another episode, huh? huh? I know I was supposed to release on Tuesday. I didn't. I know. You can be mad at me, but I'm back. Uh, less than a week, actually. I remember I released last Saturday. So what's up, man? What's going on to everyone out there? Uh, why am I doing a podcast? Why didn't you wait a month again? Uh, it's because I'm waiting for my Call of Duty Modern Warfare Season 4 update to, to update. It's still another hour and a half. My download speed earlier uh, was like 5 megabytes per second, which is awful. I mean, I, it sounds like very... Uh, it sounds very spoiled because, you know, if you grew up in the 90s, you're like, 5 megabytes per second? That's blazing fast. It is pretty fast, but... To get a game that's 84 gigabytes, the, the updates for Call of Duty Warzone are ridiculous, by the way. I don't know if any of you who listen play the game, but just updating that fucking game takes forever. Forever, man. But right now, it's, it's around 50, <coughs> 50 megabytes per second, which is blazing fast, at least for me. <clears throat> so hopefully, it'll be done in an hour and a half. So I had some time to kill, catch up with all of you. I got some, uh, I got some stories to tell for you today, and I hope you enjoyed them. The first one being, I guess, the most recent thing that sticks out in my mind. I had an interview earlier today. Uh, actually, it's my first hosting gig since the quarantine. Uh, it was done online via StreamYard, which is para uh, uso na yung pinaka uso na streaming platform ngayon because they have all these really cool graphics and stuff that you can design. If you listen to RX or the Morning Rush, that's what they use for their Facebook Live shit. Um, so I, I did a Facebook Live. For Wrangler, Wrangler, the jeans, you know, Wrangler, uh, the, they're known for their jeans, but they, and their, and their denim jackets. But, uh, we had a guest. And if you will follow me on Instagram, which you should, by the way, if you don't already, because I'm awesome. Um, you already know who, who I interviewed. But for those of you who only listen to this podcast and don't even know anything about my Instagram and you just stumble upon this, I interviewed. The one, the love of my life. Yassi freaking Pressman, dude. Oh my god, Yassi Pressman. So funny story. We did a little pre-prod, uh, pre-production before the, uh, before the podcast. Or sorry, before the, uh, interview rather. And I, I, we were, you know, we were going through the script and stuff. And I actually, I asked Yassi because uh, I don't know if I uh, I made ano, pag, if I made cuento if I made cuento uh, about this little thing that happened in RX before. So Yassi guested on the Morning Rush. Obviously, I'm not part of that show, but I woke up early. Actually, I had a hosting gig in that morning, and I rushed to the station so that I could go see her uh, because I have a Tumblr, uh, like a you know from from uh, I think Starbucks or something. It was one of those where you can design the inside of the tumbler. So I made a, like a little collage of stickers and, and pictures. And of course, Yassi Pressman had to be on there. 
So I put a note on the on Tumblr uh, for Rika, Rika, who was in, who was boarding that that day, and I said, "Reeks, if I don't make it in time, please uh, ask Yasi to to sign this Tumblr for me." And uh, the note said, "Like, please do not touch this unless you are Yasi Pressman." Anyway, that's that's the that's a little backstory because during the pre prod earlier uh, uh, for the Wrangler live, uh, I said, uh, "Yasi, I don't know if you remember this, you know." I, uh, I, I work at RX and even before I got into the whole like detail thing, uh, you know, I didn't even say like, Oh yeah, I, I made you sign my Tumblr. She said, yeah, I know you. I remember you. You left me a note, dude. Oh, my heart just exploded, bro. <laughs> uh, I feel like I made an impression because she remembered. I mean, she remembered that I wrote her a note. I didn't even bring it up. You know, sometimes you can bring something up and then they could go with it and then you don't really know if they really remembered, but she brought it up first, so you know I think she's in love with me. <laughs> the live went really good; it went really well. Uh, that Wrangler has a new uh, campaign called uh, "Back to Shit." Oh my god, I'm gonna get in trouble. No, I'm not. <sighs> Fuck, man, it's in the script. I'm sorry. Like, I, 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 th- I thought it was a cool camp. Back to oh my god, I'm gonna. Wait long, let me pull it up so that I don't get bashed for saying that JC, you only read the script, you don't really understand. No, I remember back to ho- back to home, back to no, back to. Wait, I'm gonna look it up. Anyway, uh, where's the hashtag? Back on track, back to home. Hashtag back on track. And the the live was just getting Yassi's take on you know the quarantine. She does. She's done a lot of really cool shit actually. And I'm not just saying this because I, I'm a huge fan of her, but you know these celebrities who, who kind of give back. You know these these people make fucking millions, man, millions of of pesos. You could even say dollars now, like U.S. dollars, if you convert it. You know, they make millions of dollars from everything that they do, and just the fact that they give back is is awesome. You know, it might sound like a small thing. I don't know. You know, there's people who say that if you're a billionaire and you give like. $100,000, you're kind of out of touch with the world. I get it. I kind of get it. But at the same time, it's still $100,000, you know? But yeah, they should probably give more, right? <laughs> so it was cool, dude. Uh, Yassi was really nice. Um, the the production team was was awesome, like behind the scenes. Shout out to Raj. I don't know if Raj listens to this, but shout out to my boy Raj for, for well, for A, for booking me for this, for this gig. Actually, I had no idea it was Yassi Pressman until about two days ago. I I got the email saying JC here is the script, and then I I saw the guest and it said fucking Yassi Pressman. I was like, oh my god! <sighs> it was a long day for me today, actually. Not only uh, so I started my morning. So let me rewind a little bit. I started my morning by interviewing um, these uh, five 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 of these uh, these guys and girls from PGH Philippine General Hospital who are working on a project called the Project. Oh my God! Here we go again. Jesus, JC, do you even know what you talk about when you interview people? Um, project, a human spirit project. That's what it was. PGH Human Spirit Project. So it's like an anthology of of stories, pictures, poems uh, that are being curated um, by these five people and, and the rest of their team. These are stories and 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 items submitted by people from PGH, not just doctors, not just interns, like everyone, uh, custodial staff, patients. Uh, it's about COVID-19. So they're planning on releasing it in July, but it, it seems really promising. seems like a really uh, 
a good take on on the situation that we don't really see kasi uh for me for example the all frontliner uh i have some family members that are are in the medical field but i don't really talk to them about like what goes on in the world I've, i have some doctor friends uh i i it's usually pretty bleak when they talk to me about it so i think this is like a, an eye opener i wouldn't say to you know i don't think it's going to be like a book full of hopeful stories blah 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 because when i was interviewing them they were just they were talking about all these like you know like the whole spectrum of emotions from hopeful to the lowest of the lows so looking forward to that i mean I, i'm not just saying that because i did the interview it does seem like a pretty cool project they they're trying to make it it's going to be available online but they're also trying to make a, like a coffee table book version which by the way is like one of my life goals if i you know if ever i get really rich from this podcast and not on the show uh i want to get a place and in that place i want to put a nice coffee table and on that coffee table i want to have books that i'm never going to read because that's just the dream right man you know <laughs> commercial oh is it materialism i just want to look cool nah I, I just think you know whenever i go to a nice person's a uh, nice house owned by a rich person or not, not even rich just like a a well-off family and you go there and i always wonder right who the fuck reads these books does anyone read it is it just for display uh I think it's a mixture of both because I, I have sat down and, and like, you know, flip through the books that I've seen on people's coffee tables. It just, it's just so cool, dude. I don't know. Oh, there's only an hour left. I'm going to stay up. I thought I had to go to sleep and just wake up and play the game, but uh, I'm going to stay up an hour, nine minutes. Hopefully this download speed, it's at 59. Damn, that's fast, man. Do you remember? Uh, sorry, segue here. Or a little backtrack. Do you remember when you used to use... I'm not saying that I used to use. I'm just saying when, when you used to use Napster and LimeWire. When the download speeds were in kilobytes per second. KBPS. Dude, we are we are living in the future right now. God, could you... Could you, you know, if you go back in time and you, and you tell your old self, Hey, bro, you know, um, your download for MP3 song... That will that took twenty minutes is gonna take you five seconds in the future. You'd be like, "Fuck you and your futuristic talk." It's not gonna happen. Boom, there we have it. Here we go. We are living in the now. Ah, where was I? Where was I? What? What was my? Oh my goodness. Oh, I was talking about Yassi Pressman. Oh yeah, PGH, uh, Human Spirit Project. It was it was dope. Go check it out. Uh, they have a Facebook page if you wanna you know go venture over there. They have some teasers there. PGH Human Spirit Project. They have an Instagram, but they don't post, so I, I don't think it's worth going there. Not not right now, at least. Uh, yeah, that was my first interview of the day. Second interview was the Wrangler Yassi Pressman love triangle that we had, and the uh, the third interview, yung pinakahuli na interview ko. I, I sometimes I throw in Tagalog because I just want to feel like this is a Taglish podcast, diba? Alam mo? Um. I interviewed the lead singer of a band called Codaline, K-O-D-A-L-I-N-E. And truth be told, we play a few of their songs on on the radio, but I don't really know anything about them. I, I mean, I never really listened to their songs. So earlier today, I actually kind of played their, you know, on Spotify, you have that uh, This Is Blank playlist. So I played the This Is Codaline playlist. They are soothing, huh? Like, I could fall asleep to it. Not to say that they're boring. It's just it's just one of those playlists 
where you could kind of, how would I describe this? Imagine that you're a a person in the driving along uh, a rainy trail with trees around you. And this is a, this is the kind of artist that you want to play when you're doing that so that you can just live in the moment. It's like the soundtrack of, of a rainy forest drive. If that, if that kind of, if that if that can lure you into their music, uh, go check him out. Codaline, the we interviewed the lead singer. Fuck, what's his name? Gr- George? Oh my god, you guys! I know you guys are judging me. You don't know the name of the campaigns that you interviewed. You don't know the name of the singer you interviewed. Codaline, Mister Codaline, what the fuck's his name, man? Gr- Steve. Steve Garrigan. Oh, I'm gonna get blasted for any of the Codaline fans out there. Steve Garrigan. He speaks, uh, he's got that Irish accent. I think I can try to copy it because it's a, it's a white accent, so it's not racist, right? He spoke like, no, no, I'm not even, you know, Conor, he, he sounds like Conor McGregor. If you're more familiar with Conor McGregor, uh, I'm gonna fuck you up. He didn't say that, but, uh, I love Cold Line, something like that. Yeah, so that was cool. It was, it was short. Usually these artist interviews are 10 to 15 minutes, which is, you know, in comparison to the Yassi Pressman one hour, live it was it, it's 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 like a really drastic change uh interviewing artists and uh, not, not necessarily international artists because i know when i worked for mix before when we would interview pinoy or local artists sometimes we'd be given a short time frame as well but it, it's kind of it's 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 so hard one of the most difficult things to me you know it seems like it would be easier i this is my personal opinion but going into an interview and being limited with your time like in terms of Having, let's say they give you five minutes. I would rather have like a 45 minute. I feel like I could stretch a 45 minute interview. It would be so much easier than doing a five minute interview in the sense that you can actually go in depth with your question. Because, you know, one time I remember I interviewed Bamboo and we were given five minutes, maybe four. I forgot five, four, four or five minutes. And I asked him a question. And the answer to his question took like two minutes. So now all the plans that I had, lahat ng mga tanong ko na gusto ko tanongin, wala. Yeah, like out the window. I, I was like, shit, now what do I ask? Do do I go on to the second question that I was going to ask? Or should I just skip to like the second to last one? It's it's hard. It's hard to keep your interview short. So with with Steve Garrigan of Codaline. Uh, we had a few questions planned. Ria, my, my radio partner, my new radio partner, I don't know if it's it's temporary or permanent, but shout out to my partner, Ria. If, you, if you're my permanent partner, what's up, girl? Ria Rams, replacing the uh, the ever-great Lexi Angeles, who now works at a Q, by the way. If you're a radio listener, she works at Q105, I want to say. Jesus, JC, you don't know anything, huh? Sometimes I feel like I just talk bullshit out of my ass and I kind of just wing it until I find the answer. Q is good for you. I know is the tagline. Anyway, uh, Ria is my new partner. Ria came out, found a, Ria did, you know, the, the a great tip for those of you who are ever going to interview someone, not, maybe not for work, uh, because I think it's kind of intrusive, but you know, for an artist or someone that you, you're really interested on in their thoughts in life is to do your research about them. Google them, do, you know, do a Google search, uh, try to dig deep though. So Ria found a pretty cool tidbit that Steve Garrigan actually hit with his current girlfriend now of six years. Supposedly, the way that he, he they got together was that he slid into her DMs. Like, he sent her a message. I don't know if it was Instagram or something. So we asked him that. To, he gave a good laugh. He, gave, he got a good laugh out of it. He said he didn't expect it. It was a curveball. 
he enjoyed it. Uh, so yeah, it was great job on that, Ria. By the way, if you're listening. So yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool interviewing him, uh, even though we were given limited time. Um, yeah, Codeline, go listen to their music. It's 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 pretty good. I mean, I feel like it's one of the things that I'm just gonna randomly play now. Like oh, I want to listen to some rainy music, uh, and feel like I'm driving down a, a rainy path. Codeline is the way to go. Huh? Yeah, that those are my stories for today. And then that was Thursday. What did I? What else did I do this week? I started watching. A TV show on Netflix, Snowpiercer. Uh, it's a TV show based off of the movie, uh, also done, I think, I'm pretty sure it's by Bong, oh my god, JC with the names again. The guy who directed Parasite, alright? Just look it up. It's not racist, right? Because I forgot, I just, I don't remember his name, man. He directed it, I think, or produced it. So, if you've ever watched the movie, it stars Chris Evans. Oh, I got his name right. Why? Because he's white, JC? No, I just remember Chris Evans. Uh, it's, it's about a train that, that it's like the only, it's like the, the last living beings on earth are all living on a train called Snowpiercer, which travels around the world, circumnavigates the, the globe. And at the front of the train are the rich people. At the back of the train are the, the poor people. And the poor people in the back try to fight their way to the front. You know the deal, right? You know the struggle, uh, you know, the struggle, the class struggle kind of motif in this case. Uh, the TV show is based in the same universe, or I guess it's, it's like it's like a it's a re- reboot. It's I mean, it, there's no Chris Evans character in this one, and it's a series, and it's pretty it's it's entertaining. I don't know, I it didn't really hold my attention too much, but in between games of Warzone, when I was tired of losing, or if I was having a bad losing streak, I'll take a break and I'll watch some something. So Snowpiercer, would I recommend it? It's it's all right. Uh, the, the main, I, I don't know if she's a villain or an anti-hero or just, she's just an interesting character. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, Jennifer Connelly. She is, she is, man. Jennifer Connelly. She is awesome. She is a babe. Do you remember her? What is that movie? That was her, right? Rocketeer? Was it, was that her? I'm gonna, Jennifer Connelly, Rocketeer. Rocketeer. That was her, right? Am I wrong? Who was the girl in The Rocketeer? It was. It was Jennifer Connelly in The Rocketeer. Look at, just go Google, Google images, Jennifer Connelly Rocketeer, and just tell me that's not one of the most beautiful human beings that have ever existed. Oh my. So she's still looking fine, and she's a, she's a really cool, like, I don't know, cause the main guy in this movie, I don't know the actor who plays him, uh, it's a, it's a black actor. I don't know the, he's in his, in his name in the show is Layton or Lawton. See, I don't, I'm so bad. Do you know, fun, not a fun fact, but it's just a fact about me, uh, boys and girls. I don't know. I, I'm so bad with names. I'm really, really good with faces, but I'm so bad with names. I don't know if any of you are on the same page. I know some people who are really good at names, but are bad with, with faces. You know, I think it's the, the way that we learn things, you know how when you, I was in school, I remember learning about being an auditory listener, a visual le- listener, a sensory something, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I, I don't know which one I am, but I'm definitely not the one where I have to remember names. Dude, I'm so, so bad. I think if you listen to how a lot of show, Rika and I have talked about this, you know, every time I re-meet, uh, re, get reacquainted with someone and I know I know them. Because from their face, I'm like, I fucking know this person. 
I'll have to kind of, I'll tilt my head and I'll be like, yo, man, when is the last time I saw you? You still remember me, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, oh my, I'm fucked if they say, yeah, JC, right? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, man. Nice to see you. Do you want a drink? <laughs> um, yeah. One of the things I, I, the techniques I, I, I feel like I've shared before in Halo Halo was like, I'll be like, hey, you know what? What's, what's your Instagram? And then they'll type it in and you could probably see their name unless they, they go by like a nickname or a pseudonym. You know, there's some people on Instagram who don't put their name on there. So I think like Daniel Padilla puts like Supremo, Supremo something. And I'm like, oh shit, man. If it's just a person who puts like emojis as their name, you're screwed. Could you imagine you're trying to figure out someone's name and then they give you their Instagram and all it is is fucking emojis? <laughs> ah. Yeah, so Snowpiercer, would I recommend it? It's 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 I it's all right. Uh, Rick and Morty, I've been I've, I've caught I'm all caught up. They release episodes weekly. I'm not sure if they're going to release this week, but it's a great show. Rick and Morty, go please go check that out. Good shit, man. Good shit. Is there anything else that I wanted to share with you? Oh, please listen to Hala Hala Show Mix Number Seventy Two. Uh, I know last week I said that I was gonna we were gonna talk about our thoughts on the terror bill and the black lives move uh black my black lives matter movement uh there was also a pretty clumsy section uh about the jk rowling anti-trans tweet because tbh and we said it on the podcast it's so confusing i and i don't mean that in a negative way i'm just saying that to understand the plight of 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 trans people you kind of have to really read into it because it's not something that it, people experience every day. And I guess that's maybe that's the point that it's not normal enough, normalized enough rather, that we it's easy to understand. So for me, from a, I guess from a, from a heterosexual cisgender, I don't know the terms. I'm sorry. I'm just kind of you know what I'm just the point I'm trying to make is that it's not something that I have been exposed to my whole life. So getting the understanding of why JK Rowling's tweet was so offensive it took is is taking me a lot of effort to kind of figure it out. So it was kind of clumsy in the in the Hala Hala podcast, but I hope you guys can understand that and and kind of relate to it because it it's hard to understand. You know, because uh here, I'll just delve back into it since we're already on the topic. You know, growing up, uh it was for me it was boy girl. I mean, I I grew up. Your boy, your girl, right? And then I think it was around. I don't know how old I was when I started, uh, you know, understanding homosexuality. You know, guy likes guy, girl likes girl. And this, I think, this was early on because uh, sharing some experiences with you when I was growing up, maybe nine, ten, eleven, and I, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not proud of these experiences, but. It's it's reality, and I think I had to face it, and I think people can also understand. Well, I don't I don't know about here in the Philippines, but in the states or in Japan. Well, I I grew up, you know, you know the backstory of me, right? I went to uh, different schools, but the term "gay" was used as a uh, an, in a negative connotation a lot of the time. So my friends, who I I'm sure when you know when you're ten, eleven, twelve, you say these things, and you don't really understand the implications of it, at least on a social social you know, spectrum. So whenever you mess up, you're like, oh, man, that, or when you don't like something, you'll say, oh, that's gay, right? I mean, I'm not saying that's what you should do. I'm just saying that's what we used to do. So 
Or when, let's say, you're playing a video game and you die, and you're like, fuck, that's so gay. So it, it gave a negative connotation. Uh, and it, I guess that's part of the whole, I mean, if you kind of segue to the Black Lives Matter thing, it's a systematic thing that we've kind of been, just been passed down, whether informally or just subliminally. Uh, I, I don't know why I went off on that tangent, but uh, back to the thing. So I was 10, 11, 12 when I, so when I learned about the word gay, uh, at first it was more like a, it was just a phrase like that's that's bad. So I guess that's why people, so the homophobes, for example, see homo, uh, you know, see, uh, see, oh, fuck, oh my god, what's the word? Homosexuality as like something bad because maybe something as simple as saying like, oh, that's gay already gives it a negative connotation. Maybe, maybe that's the thing. Um, but back to my, back to my kind of understanding of sexuality. 10, 11, 12, I understood. I kind of understood, uh, homosexuality. It was when I was in high school, maybe 15, 16, 17, because I would hear these terms thrown around, but I never really heard the word trans before. Uh, at least transsexual or trans man, trans woman. I never heard those terms. I heard the, I've heard, I heard the words hermaphrodite and I heard the words trans, transvestite. And I always remember transvestite had a negative connotation whenever someone would use it with me. Like that, that that's that trans whoever would talk to me about a transvestite actually i don't even know what a transvestite is i just know it's like oh fuck you know i'm just gonna google that a trans is that a bad word because i I don't know see that's the thing that's what i mean because when you say gay when you say lesbian you get it already but when you say transvestite oh here we go transvestite a person typically a man who derives pleasure from dressing clothes primarily associated with the opposite sex. So is that different from a trans man or is it the same? See, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm not sure. So it was around that time, 16, 17, 18 in high school, when I started discovering all this whole, the whole LGBT, because LG, so the BT part of LGBTQ, so the BTQ part of the LGBTQ spectrum, that's when I, started kind of hearing the terms and being more I wouldn't say more familiar but being more exposed to these these uh these uh identities and I guess is the is the term so you know I'm always careful treading the line well, I try to be careful treading the line but I also try to be honest because I don't understand it I mean I'm not saying I don't understand it in a bad way okay I, I want to make that clear like when I say I don't understand it it's just like it's something that I didn't grow up with and maybe that's the thing that we have to do. You know, maybe in school, we, because in school, I remember man, woman, right? Man, woman. I was never taught about gay relationships ever. I just kind of figured that out on my own. And you you see it in media. Um, you know, me being young and, and whatever, you know, you see girls and girls kissing and you're like, Oh, that, that's a thing. But then you don't see the rest of the spectrum, really. That's why I'm, I'm, it's actually really cool that nowadays there are shows, you know. I mean, uh, RuPaul, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't want to, you know, stereotype RuPaul. But I'm just saying, you know, shows like RuPaul uh, have opened up the eyes of a lot of people. RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, the other show, the one with RuPaul in it. Uh, is that Fame? I, I don't remember. There are a lot of shows that kind of show uh, uh, euphoria. Okay, here's an example. I talked about euphoria. There's a character in there who is a trans 
woman. I hope I'm correct, but there's a character in there, one of the main characters who is a, a trans woman. That my or trans? Oh my god! See, went from a man to a woman. Is that trans woman? Uh, anyway, look, go watch Euphoria. You'll you'll know who I'm talking about. It's a she's she is a great character. She's a great character. So yeah, those that's. How did I get on that topic? Oh, I completely... I don't know if that was a tangent thing or did I just want to talk about that? I forgot. I forgot how we got on that topic. But I'm kind of glad that I talked about it. Oh, oh yeah, because we talked about um, J.K. Rowling on that podcast as well. So you let me know. Thank you to uh, the people who messaged me on Instagram. I did say last podcast I like it when people message me. Uh, Fit Jeffy, thank you very much. Uh, always listening, you know. And there are a couple people who, you know, as soon as I posted, they're like, we've been waiting for you. It means a lot. And here's some good news for you. I just got the word today, okay? Uh, I hope it's official. It, it, it seems almost uh, set in stone, but this podcast al- al- alongside Hala Hala Show is going to get... Uh, Hala Hala's already had some, but this... I might get my first sponsor on this bitch man hallelujah uh, i don't know how long i've been doing this do you guys remember my first episode you can scroll to the bottom of, of spotify or wherever you're listening but damn i am so happy dude i'm so happy that me talking about my life <laughs> has gotten me uh put me an opportunity to uh make some money doing the things that i love and I have to be more consistent with this podcast. I know it's it's not really it's kind of a weak sauce excuse to say that I was busy playing Call of Duty. I think now during the general community quarantine, there is going to be a lot more happening in my life and other people's lives uh, at that. So I'm going to try my best to really come up with things to talk about that are relatable to all of you, um, even though it's it's, it's a podcast only about me. <laughs> uh, take care, everybody. Uh, stay safe. A happy birthday to my Lola, by the way, who's turning 87 uh, today. Happy birthday, Lola. I love you. Is it today? I don't know my Lola's birthday, but I know they're f- my family's celebrating it today. So happy birthday. I love you. Even though you'll never listen to this because I don't think my Lola knows what a podcast is. And there's a lot of cursing. I don't want her to hear me. All right. Ingat kayo dyan, And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. 